Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Fired Up Radio. I am your host, Anthony Hansen. It is so great to be with you guys here on this Monday. Well, you know what? To be honest, I cannot tell a lie. It's actually Tuesday as I'm recording this because I just, I just couldn't record yesterday. I couldn't. I tried, but it just, I, for whatever reason, it just, I. I did not feel the release to record yesterday. So I'm trying again today, seeing what happens, letting the Lord lead me. And, you know, we're going to be going through, we're still through the book of James. We got about another couple more episodes to go through. Today we're going to be focusing on James chapter 5, verse 12. James chapter 5, verse 12. Okay. And... This passage of scripture, it's gnawing at me for a number of reasons. One, I have an issue with my follow-through as well. I do. I'll be honest. I got an issue with my follow-through because there's times where I say I'm going to do something, but yet I fail to communicate or I fail to even plan to get it done. I'm not going to lie. My wife will even tell on me on that one. But nonetheless, it's just, I could not record it yesterday. I couldn't. And I think it was because the angle in which I was trying to come at the scripture and trying to bring it to light and trying to make it, not trying to make it relevant, but trying to expose its relevancy, you know? And the last thing that I ever want to do is try to force the scripture versus allowing it to be spoken of organically. Because originally I was going to type, the, I was going to entitle this episode, Can and Will Be Used Against You. But that's not necessarily true, though. Why do I say that? Because in reality, God does not use our past against us. Rather, He looks at us and says, Were you for me? Or against me? Did you follow through on what you said you'd do? Or did you elect not to do so? Satan, on the other hand, looks at our past and calls us out as we are. Cheaters, liars, scoundrels, fornicators, Adulterers, drunkards, gluttons, addicts, abusers, so on and so forth. Yet one thing remains constant. If we believe Jesus, if we believe, if we believe in our heart and confess with our mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord, we shall be saved. When we choose to accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, that we believe in our heart and confess with our, in our, with our mouth, that He came, lived, died, rose on the third day, conquering Satan, hell, sin, death, and the wrath of God, and we shall be saved. Those who call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. But we have to be mindful as to how we're living a life that, that exposes the fact that we are saved. Not just by word of mouth, but also by deed. 
Because one thing about James chapter 5, verse 12, is that it also exposes the fact that our deeds and our words do not line up from time to time. Essentially, what James chapter 5, verse 12 is saying, let your yes be yes and let your no be no. Because it will be used in judgment. Essentially, that's what James chapter 5, verse 12 is saying. But to be more accurate, let's turn to James chapter 5, verse 12. And let's just read from there. Okay? And it goes like this. Above all, my brothers and sisters, do not swear either by heaven or by earth or with any other oath. But let your yes mean yes and your, and your no mean no. So that you don't fall under judgment. There's two things that, that, that I believe are prevalent. Actually, there's a number of things that I believe that are prevalent within the scripture. But there's two things that really stick out. Two things. I want to go over it. And then that will be the end of today's episode. Alright. Number one. Is. Your word means something. Your word means something. I say that because when you look at the when you look at the opening after the opening statement being above all else, my brothers and sisters, that's the opening statement. Is James is saying, look, after everything that I said, this is what I need to drive home. This is the meat, this is the heart, this is the crux, this is, this is the absolute center of what I'm trying to, of what I'm trying to tell you. And he says, my brothers and sisters, which is speaking of relationship, speaking of endearment, speaking of those who are at the same level of faith as he is. He's talking to them as equal counter, as, as equal co-laborers. Within the kingdom of heaven. Okay. Not to nerd out on you guys. But this is what essentially what. What those first five words mean. Above all. Above. Above all my brothers and sisters. Okay. Six words. Forgive me. Public school. <laughs> Nonetheless. Okay. It says above all my brothers and sisters. It says, do not swear, either by heaven or by earth, or with any other oath. You got to understand something. Your words mean something. They carry weight. Whether you want to believe it or not. You know the old saying, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never break my spirit? That's a bunch of crock. It is. It's a, bun it's a bunch of horse hockey. It's a bunch of cow manure. It really is. You know why I say that? Because not only out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks, but when you speak out of turn, you give you give wicked spirits legal access to your life or to the life of the other person. 
to where they don't know what's going on, but yet because you spoke out of turn and you spoke ill of your brothers and sisters, because you spoke ill of your wife and your children, or you spoke ill of your husband, guess what? Not only is that being continually portrayed in your mind, but it's the one thing that you remain constant at pointing at and being critical about when it comes to your spouse, when it comes to your children, when it comes to your co-workers, when it comes to your parents, when it comes to your neighbors overall. Your words mean something. Your words carry weight. When you start swearing by other things, when you, on my mama, on my, on my daddy, I'm, on my grandmama's grave, whatever, whatever the case may be, I swear to God, you know, on my baby mama, on my baby daddy, why would you swear on something, dead or alive? If yet you're not even believed to begin with. If they don't believe you, shrug it off and walk away. Your words mean something. If they can't believe what you're saying, then move on. Ain't no reason. Sorry for all the English teachers out there. There ain't no reason for you to carry on with that person who chooses not to believe you. If you got to go to the extent of swearing on things, dead or alive, real or fiction, natural or supernatural, guess what? They're not worth your time. They're not worth your energy. They're not worth your effort. They're not worth being around. Why do I say that? Because how can someone claim that they are your family, that they are your brothers, that they're your sisters, that they're your neighbors, that they're your friends. Yeah, you gotta go ahead and swear on God. You gotta swear you gotta swear on things dead or alive, fiction or real. You gotta swear either on the supernatural or the natural. Just to try to go ahead and prove a point. I'm sorry, but if you gotta do that. Not only are you putting yourself in more jeopardy, spiritually speaking, but you're also causing yourself anxiety. You're giving room to anxiety, to false testimony, and to lies that would be, that would be spoken of you. Why waste the time and energy to prove someone right if you got to swear on God. If they don't believe you, wipe your hands clean of the person and move on with your life. Love on them from a distance. Be there for them. But they don't trust you. Guess what? They ain't worth it. Because if you know that you've been acting on integrity, if you know that your word means something, and that when you say it, you mean it, then get it done. Let them stand on the sidelines with their popcorn and allow them to see you move on your behalf without their help because they want to be critical, because they don't want to go ahead and trust your word, because to them your word doesn't mean jack. It doesn't hold water. 
then guess what? Move on. Let them see you on the sideline. Let them not partake or be a part of whatever God has called you to be a part of, then whatever moves you got to make, don't even worry about them. Don't even sweat them. Don't even concern yourself with them. Because if they ain't for you now, then they ain't going to be with you when you all of a sudden make it. Your word means something. Your words carry weight. Your words can make or break someone. The power of life and death is in the tongue. Do you understand me? This is what James is telling us about. Do not swear on anything fiction or real, supernatural or natural, dead or alive. If you got to do that, they're not worth your time. Because your word means something. Because it's tied to your integrity. It's tied to your character. Your word means something. They don't believe you, do it anyways. Expose them for who they are. Mind you, not out of revenge. Not out of spite. But do it because you know you got to do it. Because you know it's going to benefit you, your children, your family, and those who are, those who are your ride or die people. Those who have been with you from the beginning, who actually count on you, who actually believe in you, who actually hold you up when times get hard. Those people who are actually there giving you your shoulder for you to cry out on. For you, those who are there to give you their ear so you can go ahead and talk things through in verbal process. You hear me? Your word means something. Number two, you got to follow through. The second half of this verse tells us, but let your yes mean yes, and let your no mean no, so that you won't fall under judgment. Are you following through? I'll, I'll be quite frank. I'll be honest right now. There's times where I struggle with the follow-through. My wife can snitch on me and tell you that right off the bat. I struggle with my follow-through. My dad could even tell you that I struggle with the follow-through. I got friends at church that can tell you that I struggle with the follow-through. I say I'm going to do something, yet for whatever reason, it gets prolonged. It gets pushed to the back burner. Then again, I work a nine to five. I got the weekends off and I got to take care of so much with my family. I struggle to get things done on my own time. So guess what? Now I got to carve extra time out to go ahead and get stuff done. I'm still in the process of moving. After closing in, I'm four weeks. Guess what? I got to carve out time to go ahead and get all the stuff from my from from one spot and bring it over to my new spot. Got to get it done. Got to get it done. 
got to happen. There's no option. It's all about your follow-through at the end because you're going to be, because it's your, your follow-through is going to be examined. The words in which you've spoken are going to be examined come the day of judgment. And it will expose whether you are a disciple of Christ or whether you just, you just spoke the name of Christ, yet your actions and words did not follow the very, the very Savior whom you claim to have. I'll admit, I struggle. I do. I struggle time and time again. And time and time again, I recognize that I fail. And I ask the Lord to forgive me. I do. Because I don't want to act out of character. Colossians 3.18 tells us to do everything as unto the Lord. Guess what? That means being mindful of what I say and being mindful of what I do. Being mindful of how I think and being mindful of how I act. I got to be mindful of whatever I say that I got to follow through with what I say. If I say I'm going to do something, I got to go do it. I can't keep leaving things. I can't keep procrastinating and throwing things on the back burner. I can't. Because what good will it do? Absolutely nothing. I got to get it done. But it all starts with how, with what I say and how I follow through. It's all in the follow through at the end of the day. You want to follow through on your word? Or are you just going to end up being the same person whom everyone thinks you'd be? One who procrastinates, one who ain't going to get stuff done, one who can't tell the truth, one who isn't honest. It's all in the follow-through. I encourage you today to examine yourself. The Holy Spirit, expose where I've fallen when it comes to my words and deeds, my actions and my thoughts. Have I followed through on my words? Have I done what I said I was going to do? If not, Holy Spirit, I give you permission to rebuke me, to correct me, and to show me how I can follow through better. Follow through in being a better husband. How I can follow through and being a better wife. Following through and being a better friend, a better neighbor, a better son, a better daughter, a better coworker, a better boss, a better manager. Help me with my follow through. Because I want to be a man or woman of my word. I don't just want to say and not do. 
I do not want to bind myself to an oath with anything dead or alive, fiction or real, supernatural or natural. I want to be a man and or woman of integrity, of honesty, of character, of one that follows through. Help me be that person. In Jesus' name we pray. Lord, I thank you for today. I thank you for the word that was shared. And thank you for the heart in which you in which in which you've been given permission to speak. Lord, help us with our follow-through. That we be men and women of integrity, character, and of deed. That let our yes be yes and our no be no. If we act out of line, correct us, rebuke us, and teach us how to be better stewards with our word and time. That we be more diligent in our word and act in our word and deed, thought and action. We love you, Lord. And we give you room to speak and to do to us. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen and amen. Well, with that being said, guys, I enjoy spending time with you today. Going through the book of James, chapter 5, verse 12. I encourage you on Facebook, go ahead and look up the page. You can type in the handle at simple fired up radio, all lowercase 93. At fired up radio 93. Type that in the search bar, or you can just type in fired up radio. It should pop up. Like, comment, subscribe, share, post, all that fun stuff on there. You can catch all previous episodes on there, as well as on Spotify, Anchor.fm, and Apple Podcasts. You can find all previously aired episodes on there as well. So with that being said, guys, I love you. Thank you for joining me. Stay tuned for Wednesday, Warring Wednesday, as we go ahead and pray another portion of Scripture, as we just continue the exercise of taking a portion of Scripture and praying that Scripture. All right? I love you guys. Be blessed. Have a great day. I'll see you. I'll, I'll talk to you guys on Wednesday. Be blessed. Bye.